Foodie Films is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Well, hey there, foodie fans. It's your host, the big guy. Well, not that big guy, not the one that comes down the chimney. Hopefully, he'll be arriving uh, to your homes this coming Tuesday, the day before the next Foodie Films episode. But here we are. It is December 19th, the Lord's Year 2018. Oh, man. What days are the 12 days of Christmas? Is it the... Is it... What does it start? The 13th? So we're in it? Did you guys get your partridges? Get your pear trees? Mmm, pears. Are your chestnuts roasting on an open fire? You're leaving cookies out for, you know, that big guy? But either way, here we are. This is, uh... Well, not a Christmas episode. Maybe, maybe, maybe next week's film will be Christmas, the day after Christmas. But this is, uh... It's a family film. And what else would the holidays be without a family? And this is a big family. And the family we're talking about is the big, fat Greek one. But uh, her words, not mine. I'm not calling all uh, Greeks big, fat, or anything like that. Uh, I'm Italian, so I got that Mediterranean blood in me, but not the the Greek. Sorry, that was offensive probably to some people. But uh, hey, apples and oranges, as you'll learn. But anyway, uh, this is Foodie Films, and we'll be uh, discussing my big fat Greek wedding. With uh, I've got a great guest, Chelsea. She is a foodie. She's got a foodie Instagram, and so much more. So just very excited to talk this film and just all all aspects of food and drink with her. And it's the season, so maybe we'll uh, we'll be talking about some. Christmassy, some holiday food and drinks. So enjoy this episode and have a very Merry Christmas. I hope you had a happy Hanukkah, uh, happy holidays to all the religious holidays, or if you're not religious, just uh, I hope everything is merry and bright in your life. So here we go. Well, hey, Chelsea. How's it going? (laughs) Good to see you. Hey, Kyle. So great to see you, too. It's been a while. Yeah. I've had a few occurrences of this, you know, with the podcast, I'm reaching out to some people I haven't spoken to in a while, and we went to college together. Yes. Go Roadrunners. Oh, yeah. That, Roadrunners you know, all the way. District, or what, not district, Division Three pride of I know. Roadrunners. Yeah. yeah. R- R- Roadrunners were good. <laughs> I, I can't complain. They, they treated me well. Good experience. 
Uh, so let's get into it. So I'm with Chelsea Vingo, right? No, yes. Okay. And uh, so I was thinking about you because you have a Instagram, a foodie Instagram, Cookies and Cheech. Yep, Cookies okay. and Cheech. Underscore in between the, so it's you know, Cookies underscore and underscore Cheech. Yeah, exactly. How'd you come up with that name, first of all? So my, uh, growing up, my childhood nickname within my family was mm-hmm. Cheech. Ah. And it's actually no. funny. Is it nothing to do with the nothing Cheech and Chong? to do with Cheech okay. and Chong, which is actually you like were a pothead when you were a child. I, well, like, well, this is why it's so funny because everybody's like, "Who's in Cheech?" As in Cheech and Chong, and I'm like, "No, I swear it's a totally innocent name." And like, my my brother, like my my little brother, still calls me it. Like, like my family calls me all the time. So then when I like take a step back and I'm like, people must really think that like I had some very different motives when I thought of this name. I promise I didn't. Yeah. Um. And so you when did when did you first create your food Instagram? We are pushing on like two years. Yeah. Um it's about two years. Uh created it actually in Dallas, Texas. Oh. Uh I was I'm the type of person that anywhere I went on vacation, like mm-hmm. a few years ago I got the travel bug. Yes. Same want, here. Yeah. You wanna go everywhere, you wanna see everything and then every time before when I was planning a trip I would always so just like sit down and like scroll through Instagram, like look through hashtags and stuff yeah. and be like, oh, Dallas Eats or like uh, Atlanta Foodie or whatever and Miami Foodies and then look through like what cool places I can go to like mm-hmm. for breakfast, for, yeah. you know, dinner, for desserts or whatever it might be. <laughs> and as I'm like dragging like my friends and my family to all these places, um, taking pictures of food and just saving it on my phone. Yeah. Uh, it was actually my, my mom who has her own blog was like, why don't you just start an Instagram? And I'm like, I don't know. So I do have to give a lot of props to my mom for being the one to be like, yeah, go ahead and do it. And go mom. Yeah. As mom supports the best. I was going to say, as usual, mom's always number one fan. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, about two years ago on a vacation in Dallas, Texas. Great food city. Talked about it plenty on this podcast. I, uh, did a bachelor party that I was, I was the best man of the wedding. And we start, we just did two days in Dallas and then it was mainly everyone met us in Austin. But nice. I love Dallas is a great food city. It, it is. Yeah. There, there is some nice <laughs> hidden places and like, obviously like amazing, like brisket and mm-hmm. like meat and barbecue. Like it's fantastic. You've been to the Pecan Lodge? No, I haven't. Ooh, next time I you gotta go. go back. And you, know, you gotta go. There's always <laughs> the, the food is definitely Probably the top reason to always go back to a city. Yes. Because there's just more to explore. Exactly. But yeah, it's in, uh, oh God, Deep Ellum, that neighborhood. Deep Ellum. All right. I'm going to have to oh grab boy. the name from you later. I'm going to have to jot it down. So Cookies and Cheech. So you, I mean, you post a lot of baked goods and that's why, so I was yeah. thinking about you because, you know, like holiday, holiday cookies, yeah. like there's plenty to eat at the holiday times, but you think, I think you think sweets because yes. we put out cookies for Santa. Exactly. Everything like that. But, um, but you post more than just sweets. So what, what, what do you, do you have a favorite? Do you, what, uh, as far as posting food or are you just, you know, like I have one person on here that, uh, you know, they did just sweets and, you know, or some people like doing just beers and, you know. Yeah. So I, um, obviously started with only cookies mm-hmm. and, uh, tried to stay with only cookies and sweets really. Okay. Um, full disclosure, desserts, like I specifically chose cookies and cheese because 
my favorite cookie by or my favorite treat by far is cookies. <laughs> so like I would take like a chocolate chip cookie over an ice cream or a piece of cake or a cupcake any day. I don't know why. Just cookies. Like cookies I'm a cookie great. monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I uh, it really focus on that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and then fortunately, I, I don't know who along the line kind of noticed me and, and put me up for this. But there was um, an article in the Bergen Record and in 201 Magazine. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Oh. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, in the local papers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I didn't realize that like, I guess, 201 Magazine, Bergen Record, like North Jersey News, like they're all kind of connected. So yeah. it went on like all facets of, of media. Um, so it was really cool. And then places started reaching out to me, like in a, like a, a pizza place or like a burger joint or something. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want to turn them away. You know, I, I love pizza too. I, I love burgers <laughs> too. Um, so the name is still Cookies and Cheese just because that's really what was published originally. Yeah. And, um, still, and, you just, and you love cookies, so that's exactly. fine. Nobody's going to get in the way of me and my cookies. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite kind of cookie? I have to say classic chocolate chip, but but yeah. like like a good chocolate chip cookie, like nice, chewy like chewy or crispy, chewy, yeah, definitely okay. chewy. For chocolate chip, <laughs> chewy, yeah. You see, I'm like thinking about yeah. it in my head. Um, but yeah, so that that's really like I so I I wanted to give be able to expand my market a little bit more, mm-hmm. give more opportunity to myself. Um, so I, I do post uh, really a lot of sweets and like melty kind of treats mm-hmm. but like a lot of like cheese and you know like like yes. melted cheese and pasta pulls and like pizza pulls <laughs> and exactly and and really that's what that's what people love to see yeah that's what builds the appetite yeah it's what it gets people like that's i mean what i think it's a quote about new orleans which is like you know my favorite food city just one of my favorite cities in general but that you know at lunch time in new orleans you're already thinking about dinner like yeah yeah <laughs> and that's, and that just you know extrapolates when you've got these food instagram accounts and then i mean then i follow a bunch you know via my personal instagram and you know foodie films instagram and so i'm just seeing all these pictures and i'm like oh so yeah tonight i think i'll do sushi and then i'm like okay what sushi place haven't i ordered from yet? exactly yeah you know, and that's what and I, I agree with you when traveling i like going on Instagram and putting, you know, like hashtag, you know, Prague and then seeing you know, Prague food and seeing what, which ones come up. And it's so funny because even when like, I'm, you know, looking to like with, with a friend or a family again, and we're like, Oh, well, where do you want to go to eat? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, this place looks good. And it might be, you know, whatever, uh, Italian place in the city. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Interesting. And I immediately go and pull up Instagram to see what the food looks like, <laughs> you know, like just because that's, what's going to build my appetite more than whereas like, you know, a friend of mine or a family member may just say, Oh, well, let me look at what the menu has. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I want to see it. Like, I, I want to be <laughs> like, wow, that looks awesome. The opposite of Christmas time in the case of food, seeing is believing. It's not believing. Ex- that, that's exactly <laughs> it. Opposite seeing. of Santa and Christmas time. Yeah. Seeing is believing. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. I, I need to see it to believe it than to want it and go get it. <laughs> Um, and then can we also talk about, I mean, I know you're also, I mean, you're into fitness, correct? Yeah, very much. Um, you're in excellent shape. How do you, what's the inspire? I mean, is it just to eat more food? Yeah. I mean, just, uh, to, just for the listeners out there, let's talk about that and just what it, you know, what it is yeah. to, you know, 
I mean, obviously, you might visit a pizza place, might contact you, and they're like, oh, come take a picture, and then you'll have a bite. Maybe you don't finish the slice. I don't, you know, I know some people, yeah. there's just so many places contacting them so yeah. little time and so little space in their stomachs, possibly. But So, um, first things first yes. is, is I do get some decent challenge on this, like, you don't eat all that food. Like, there's no way you're eating that. I'm totally eating it. And like, let me tell <laughs> you, it's right. totally catching up. Like, I'm I'm eating all this food. It's catching up with me. This yeah. this is life, man. Um, but I and and I think maybe honestly, in, in the two years I've been doing, there's like two or three pictures mm-hmm. that were pictures that somebody had sent to me. But it's like it's explicitly disclosed, like in the caption, yes. you know, like so and so sending me this picture or whatever it might be, um, because I don't. If it's not my picture, if it's not my experience, if it's not my, I, I don't want to give the wrong impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sure. I, I just want to be true and, and transparent to everyone. Um, but I actually very kind of, I guess, little known fact, uh, did do bikini competitions oh. a few years ago. And that really taught me the process of when I started building up a whole lot of cravings, which is probably why I'm like an eating monster right now. But <laughs> it, like when you go through like that, like very strict diet and very strict training program, um, you also learn a lot. And I'm, and I'm the type where like I just wanted to learn everything. And I'm like, well, you know, to asking my coach, well, why am I only having X amount of carbs and X sure, amount of fats? Yeah. And what's, you know, the science behind it? Like how is it making my body do this and do that? Um, so I – First and foremost, I'm very disciplined when I need to be. So when I'm Something not, I am not. It, it's it, but like <laughs> now it's getting very hard. In the beginning, I was like, if I'm not doing something cookies and cheats, it's you know, it's yeah. it's it's good food. It's you know, fruits and veggies, like fresh proteins, and mm-hmm. um, but so I'm losing a little bit of that discipline. But I have a good discipline by nature, and I also know, like have a lot of knowledge on exercise and mm-hmm. how to lose the weight properly, how to maintain what to do. Um, so I think that that kind of background has helped me not totally explode sure. tremendously. Uh, well, you could talk to me in a few years. Let's see how that pans out. But uh, I, I do have a love for fitness and a love for cooking too. Mm-hmm. Um, my, as I mentioned earlier, my uh, mom inside nanaskitchen.com she she does have actually her own blog that um, inspired me a bit because she writes her own recipes um it really because in college i was asking her hey ma yeah like every italian daughter hey ma (laughs) how do i make this hey ma how do i make that and her response to me was always you know what put a little bit of this until it looks good yeah what? That's exactly my so my grandmother, my father's mother is a hundred percent Italian, and she's a fantastic cook. And my mom is always, you know, so the daughter-in-law asking her like, "What do you do?" She's like, "I don't have any recipes written down. Like, I just that's it. <laughs> it's it. Nothing was written down. And and I'm always like, what does good look like? What is a lit? Like, I, I don't know. And and so she decided to start writing them down um, in the format of a website which, you know, and she, she loved to do. And um, so I actually still, even earlier today, there's so, there's some fresh groceries on the counter right now uh, <laughs> that I bought to, I always refer to her website on, if I just want to make something real quick, a pot of gravy on Sunday, yeah. things like that. So um, I always try to cook as much as I can if I'm not eating out, but I always try to cook a little bit healthy 
to to keep myself in order but yes that's definitely my cook when i cook for myself it is healthier you know besides bacon it's like it's it's healthier options yeah yeah i have to try so or at least make myself think like i'm trying Mm -hmm. yeah well so let me ask you let's get into the the film that we're uh featuring today my big fat greek wedding i asked you you know we were, were trying to think like a holiday movie but they're really there's so many uh, you know, famous holiday, you know, food scenes, but really not like a one that like I felt like fell under the rules of foodie films. So you suggested my big fat Greek wedding. Uh, first of all, so I'm assuming you enjoy the film since you suggested it. Yes. And what made you think about it? And yeah. So um, and 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 I'll be honest. When you first came to me, I was like, I don't know. Like I don't know. Like what. Like I, I am one of those, like what comes to me naturally? Like what, like what is calling me? And I'm like holiday. I'm not that sure. Kind of same thought as you. I'm like, I don't really know what kind of falls like closely with me that I would love to talk about. And then I like took a step back and I'm like, all right, well, what, what movies like revolve around food that Mm -hmm. I could really relate to? Um, and it it just instinctually was my big factory wedding because I feel like the Greeks and the Italians are so similar. Yeah. Definitely. That's that whole Mediterranean culture. And uh, I've been to uh, Greece and I have, I mean, I've been to Italy as well, but a lot of Italians, I feel like vac- vacation in Greece, probably vice versa. Yeah, I'm sure. But they're right across. Ooh, my geography isn't good right now. How much is it the there. Mediterranean Sea? I Mediterranean's don't, I don't below, know. <laughs> so I think it's the. I don't know. I swam in it. The, but, uh, <laughs> the, a body of water? Yeah. Yeah, it's a body of water. That. It's another sea. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, very similar. I mean, so d- could you, can you relate to this film at all? Is So much. It's, it's, so-, <laughs> it's so much. It's funny. I actually, like, rewatched it, uh, you know, like, over the weekend because I was like, oh, I just want to have it fresh in my head. Sure. And it's, like, there, there are so many scenes, even um, – I mean, I think like the first and foremost, the classic scene before I even were watched it. And I think everybody can recall when uh, the the gentleman who who uh, wants to marry Tula, who's the girl, Ian, Ian wants to marry Tula, <laughs> and and he meets her her aunt, yeah, and and she goes, well, you know, what do you like? And then she's kind of listing off all these meats, and then he she goes, oh well, he's a vegetarian, and she goes, oh, that's okay. I'll make you lamb. And it's just like, that is the classic scene in my mind where it's like, that would be something my grandmother would say. That would be something my mother would say. We would be like, look cross-eyed at you, vegetarian. (laughs) So does that mean you don't like lamb? I would never be able to date a vegetarian, or especially a vegan, but not a vegetarian. Nothing against anyone that takes that love, but I I enjoy food and I definitely go to places and eat places that don't cater to that lifestyle yeah. and so then that would just make going on dates and enjoying time together that much more tough I that think. would make the entire relationship just crumble in my <laughs> mind like i like it would just be very very hard to get along with each other um it just because food obviously is at the forefront of my life uh, but like you know beyond that when you know like they're kind of in the beginning and they're talking about like her upbringing and um she just feels like so separated she's the middle child like mm-hmm. i'm also a middle child and 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 it's like the 
just the very loud a million cousins like kind of feeling yeah that is honestly so typical of of my family because we uh this is probably gonna be very embarrassing but i'll tell you um (laughs) (laughs) our christmas eve it's typical italian christmas eve is the feast of the seven fishes well we can i could conservatively say that we have 17 fishes probably wow it's like a, it's a disgusting amount of food or a bunch of gavones we're eating our faces off and it is like very loud but the highlight of the christmas eve the evening is the dessert table mm-hmm. and the dessert table there's actually a trophy that's trophy. stanley cup style okay so whoever everybody makes their entries like um but it has to be homemade Okay. You, you, you can't buy yeah. anything. Uh, for example, one year, my my Uncle Bob made a Rockefeller Center out of cream puffs. So he made Whoa. like the like a Christmas tree out of, cream, out of homemade cream puffs. Yeah. And then he had a little like ice skating rink, little people, whatever. And at the end of like, you know, all the desserts are presented. We vote on who was the best dessert. And maybe it's like something that tasted amazing that year. Maybe it was like... <laughs> everybody ate it Everyone and like there's nothing left <laughs> so like you we actually had rules like you couldn't vote for your yeah. own. like we had imposed some rules on it uh and then whoever wins it you get it you're in charge of getting it engraved with your your name oh, like, the, 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 the dessert like, the year that you won and you get to hold it to next christmas eve wow yeah my family is a That's bunch of eating intense. animals tense yeah I'm into it. I like it. It's 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 actually pretty fun. I don't know what you kind of entry like a documentary I'm making. On it. Really, we should. We yeah. we we should. You know what? People would probably just be like, "I feel so sorry for that family." They are <laughs> no, I think really people, obsessed. It with could food. take the nation by storm, like this film did. It, it, but it's so true. Like huge. It honestly, it was because it was just it was a lens into yes. Like granted, like you know. It takes everything to the extreme, but it was a lens into like families like myself and Greeks and other mm-hmm. very European families to just like laugh and be like, "Oh my God, we kind of are like that." <laughs> like, how many cousins yeah. are named Nikki? Like oh, in that yeah. where it's like Italians. So many, yeah, I'm part Irish. So many bills. It, yeah, it's like you have that one name, and yeah. my my cousin Anthony. We were always like Anthony, like yeah. call like Anthony's, Anthony's and Frank's, Tony's, Anthony. <laughs> There's tree, there's tree of them. There's, it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like the there's so many like kind of just uh, uh, funny stereotypes that were brought to life through oh, this yeah. movie the that Windex. just crack you up. The Windex. how many people you think? I bet Windex stock went up after this. Oh, movie. it had to. People it, are like really. It had to, and it's funny they actually dripped that in like across like the entire movie yeah, to the end. That, where it was right before her wedding, and yeah. she says that's it. Yeah, and, to the, and then she he even says, yeah, I had a, I had a you know, pimple zit, like, too. And she said, well, where is it? And he's like, I windexed it. Like, that's yes. the perfect, you know, yeah. final punchline of just, you know, a great continuing joke. So, this, I mean, this movie came out in 2002. I was a, I think it came out in the fall, so I was a sophomore in high school. I remember, like, watching, like, this is, you know, like a family movie slash rom-com. And I remember watching yeah. this, I mean, there were girls there too but it was uh i always did like set construction and running crew for the high school musicals so and really cool uh <laughs> and uh but like one time when we were all hanging out at a friend's house we watched my big fat <laughs> like a bunch of high schoolers yeah watching this movie and it was still people were laughing it was fu- funny there was one like you know at least a half greek girl there she was like yeah 
Yeah. Yep. 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 That happens. Uh, and I mean, this movie, I wrote down a couple of, a little bit of trivia from IMDb. It ran for 52 weeks, so a whole year. This is the like longest running movie ever in theaters. Really? Yeah. And that's um, impressive. It was a six million dollar budget, and it made three hundred sixty nine million globally. That's like sixty one times cow. the amount that it cost, you know, to make that it, that it ended up making back. Uh, I mean, just some other fun things that it was the highest gross. It's the highest grossing rom com of all time. It's nominated for best original screenplay. Uh, Greek restaurants, when they were filming this movie, heard about it. And just as cliche as they might make some Greek things in this film, these Greek restaurants would just bring food and catering to yeah. the set. So, uh, so uh, her name Nia Vardalos is the writer and the star of the film, and she said like, yeah, the catering costs nothing because people would just always bring food. Exactly. Most of the family in the movie were her siblings. Uh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, like all the, like not like not the lead, not like the main yeah. characters, but like all the bridesmaids. Yeah, her whole family. She was actually married. They unfortunately got divorced in 2018. But the guy that plays Ian's friend, Mike, mm-hmm. his actor's name is Ian Gomez. That's who she was married to in real life. Oh, but they got divorced in 2018. Sad. So yeah. Um, it was also it was produced. It was I know it was first to play. And Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' wife, shout out to Hanks, uh, you know, the Hanks podcast on the network. And Tom, Rita Wilson told Tom Hanks that he should produce the movie, which, as you saw in the beginning, is just Play Tone, which is Tom Hanks' production company. Yeah. I think that's, um, for the most part, all the... Oh, she was supposed to be 30. She was 40 in real life. Uh, well, she looks great. She looks great, yeah. <laughs> she looks great like, for 40. This movie does have a pretty, like, one of those, like, cliche montages of you know like i mean old, like you think of movies even i mean we grew up in such a time of those teen comedies and te- you know teen rom-coms she's all that where oh my god she had glasses and a ponytail and then she just took you know let her hair down a- exactly put context and, and this is kind of like she's very uh you know kind of dressed in earth tones in the beginning and yep. flat hair and glasses then when she starts going night classes she puts a little Little blush. Yeah, exactly. Put some contacts in, wear some color. She's a whole new lady. That's it. Uh, like, you know. And suddenly just she's going to some college computer classes to yeah. <laughs> make her feel better. Yeah, but. she's good again. Um, you know, it, honestly, it, it was a fantastic movie. And, and even so, it, like, it's funny. There's like kind of pivotal points where uh, she's like talking to her mom. Mm-hmm. And. The mother says something. Oh gosh, it's gonna kill me if I if I don't remember it right now. But oh, she said, you know, like yeah, the father's the head of the family. Yes, I wrote that. Oh, that was my yeah. favorite because I could relate with my mother. I till the cows come home. Um, she said, the father is always, is the head of the family. Yeah. Yes. She's like, but the mother, and she says in her accent, she's mm. the mother. With a neck. Yeah. And we could turn that head any way we want. <laughs> and it's like, yep. Yep. Yep, you can. I love love my father. He mm-hmm. is the most incredible man, and I'll say that forever. But when I think of, like, like Italian families and our families, like, those women are strong 
bulls like they are like you can't get nothing past them my mother I can't get anything past her like it's she could she will she not only can but will have it her way and and will be able to you know uh make the situation as she wants it and just like that mother kind of did she went in and she like reverse psychologied you know the father oh yeah when the whole moving from the diner or the restaurant to the travel agency and and made him think it was his idea. She, yeah. Oh, you're so smart. And she walks away, gives a little wink, and yeah. it's like, oh my yeah, He God, definitely has some lines in this that it's like, uh, like it doesn't, I mean, it did, even then it didn't feel, in 2002, it wasn't politically correct. Yeah. But especially now in, you know, uh, post Me, Me Too world. But I think the film holds up because it is a very, I mean, being written by uh, Nia Verdalos. She, it's a strong female movie, and it is. Uh, I think that they show that well through her character and definitely the mom and the aunt. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely the mom and the aunt. It's so funny. Like the mother and the aunt, they they're always gossiping. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's like there's so many things like throughout this movie that you're just like, oh my god, that's so, that's so true. Or yeah, how the co- <laughs> or the co- how the cousin catches them in the travel agency and she's like, yeah. they already know because blah, 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 told blah, 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 told blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aunt, Aunt, Aunt Millie told Aunt Susie and Cousin Jimmy and yeah. Joey and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's see. So we've got, the. it was directed by Joel Zwick. He's directed a lot of TV, but I think, I mean, this was very much a movie that's just like driven by the screenplay. Yeah. And so that was written by, again, uh, by Nia Vardalos. And then we've got John Cor- Corbett, Corbet, maybe if we say it with a French thing, uh, playing <laughs> Ian Miller, Michael Constantine playing Gus, uh, Lainey Kazan playing the mom, Andrea Martin playing the uh, aunt, and then we've got Joey Fatone yeah. playing, uh, playing Angelo. No, I'm sorry. He was. No, he was. He was Nikki. I think he was one of the extensive Nikki's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he was part of NSYNC, right? Oh, come on. Okay. You got to think about that? I did. I'm not a big, are you a big, were you a big boy I, band? I, I mean, you're I was, pri- I'm a 90s, 90s yeah. chick, like well, prime I mean, boy, age. Boys, I mean, some, some boys were into the boy bands, but I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't into the boy bands. Well, he was totally Okay, let's rate them. Totally Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. NSYNC, 98 Degrees. NSYNC, uh-huh. number one. Backstreet Boys, number two, 98 Degrees, number three. Yeah. And was it like JT from the from NSYNC? You or? know who it was actually? Ooh. It was um, JC. Yeah, it's, I don't know why so, I didn't ask. Uh, so, <laughs> just so, a, I know. Oh, I guess I know. And NSYNC is probably the one I know the most about because that's Justin Timberlake, Joey Fatone, Lance Bass. Couldn't tell you anyone else. Uh, JC. Okay. Yeah. And Chris JC Chavez and Chris Kirkpatrick. He was the one with like those like funky dreads. Oh. At yeah. some points. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, growing up, I wasn't really a, a Justin Timberlake like okay. lover. I think that was kind of more like my sister's love. But I was like, ah, oh, that JC man, I'm gonna get him one day. You just wait. Never so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're saying that you could relate to this film in some ways. What do you have a favorite scene uh, from this film that? Um, I mean, we did, it, you did say how the ant. So, well, yeah, exactly yeah. the 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 lamb scene is is one that, you know, like, stands out totally to me. He don't eat meat? <laughs> yeah, he don't eat meat. What do you mean? <laughs> um, 
It's just, uh... Yeah? Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat? No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Come. Come. And... Yeah, like the, there is this one scene in, um, you know, when she's telling him, she's like, he's like asking like, well, what do you do for Christmas? Yeah. It, like, and it's like what I just went through a moment ago about what I do for Christmas. And yeah. she's like, well, I, I see my family. And he's like, that's it. She's like, okay. Yeah. There's a billion people. We're all very loud. We eat a million things. And, she, and she's like, because we're all crazy and we love food and we can't stop eating. And she kind of just like blurts it all out. And it's so funny because... <laughs> It, it's like, it, yeah, that's like, I wish I could just like throw a, like a little camera on the wall. Like mm-hmm. we all come in and we're like, ooh, wow. Ooh, oh my God. The reactions, our facial expressions with the food. Like <laughs> we're just so excited. Like it's so funny. We're so excited about food. Is it similar when there's a new person brought, like, you know, someone brings a boyfriend or a girlfriend or anything you, like that into the mix? You typically have to, first of all, you, you can't bring them blind. You have yeah. to you have to set up. You have to be like, hey, by the way, listen, I know it's weird, but there's this little bit of a trophy thing. Uh, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of food. You're gonna at the table. You're gonna sit at the table probably seven times, like, and and that will be all the course. Like, you're gonna eat a bajillion courses. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, when you bring someone in, you eat, it's always like, oh, that's uh, this is what I was telling you about. Oh, that that's what I was telling you about. Because like, <laughs> you, you totally have to tee it up. You can't bring anyone in blind. Um, and they always leave like. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like that is a lot, and it's trial like, by fire. Exactly, and there's uh, you know like in-laws over the years of like my cousins who um, come over and like they typically like to now start their because you have to split the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They'll start the holiday on their side and then finish on our side because they're like, oh my god, we purposely didn't eat anything until we came here because we knew the good food was here. <laughs> um, so it's we enjoy the the eating festivities very much i like the couple other good food scenes or just you know involving food in this movie when she's like uh and ian do you want that the mom do you want anything he's just like no i ate before okay i'll make you something exactly (laughs) i'll I'll make you something it's you can't take no for an answer and like I, I almost see myself like that, even with, you know, like boyfriends throughout the years or, you know, like if I go home and it's odd to say and babysit my brother who's 17 in like a few weeks, but I, I we, because he's like the Italian son and he's like, <laughs> you, you know, like in our, just probably similar to Greek culture, like yeah. the, the youngest brother in this family is like the prized possession. He'll carry on the name. Exactly. Like when I go home and, and my brother's name is CJ and I'm always like, did, did you eat? Do you want me to order something? Do you want to want me to heat something up? It's, it's always like, you, you, what can I do? Let me feed him. Yeah. Let, me, let me just feed him. Are they fed? I'm not sure. <laughs> like you're always worried about if people are hungry. Yeah. And I love when the uh, Ian's parents come for the first time and become mm. like you invited the family. Yeah. And they're not, I assume they have a backyard, but they're roasting the lamb on the in the front yard. And There's like torches everywhere. This like quiet couple. Yeah. It, it, Very the, waspy couple. Yes. <laughs> that Very. whole conversation where. Oh, did, wasn't your secretary Greek? It's like, no. And then ends up she was 
Guatemalan. That, yes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like her, uh, is that yeah. near And Tula's face is just like, uh. <laughs> it's over. This is, this is not going to work out between us. Yeah. Um, no, I can only imagine it's like that. I, I think it was just so like classic and perfect of having his parents, like first him being an only child, but like, yes. a, and then having such like a quiet, you know, set of parents to be introduced to this family, just mm-hmm. like put the icing on the cake. <laughs> and the mom the brings a, a bunt cake and just even the yeah. bunt, bu- 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 <laughs> and then she puts the flour. <laughs> it's a cake with a hole. <laughs> like it's yeah. Oh my gosh, it's it's classic. It's classic. It's just, I mean, I mean the fa- the family owns that restaurant. It's you know like a typical Greek yeah. you know, family restaurant, and. Just even from, I mean, growing up, I love how the film begins, that it's the two of them driving in the car, and you can just see the, you know, she has the narration, just how her father expects her, you know, there's, what, Greek women are to marry a nice Greek man, make Greek babies, and cook everyone food, like, that's what's yeah. expected of them, and just even seeing her throughout her childhood, and the, the uh, she, you know, was sent to school with Musaka. Yes. The Musaka, like all all the pretty girls with their you know Wonder Bread sandwiches. Yeah. And then when she finally gets into night classes, and you see her like kind of reach that pivotal point, and she's like, oh, "Is this he taken yeah. with like the pretty girls?" And then you know she takes out her Wonder Bread sandwich. She's like, "Yes, yes. I fit in." <laughs> it's like like the, those tiny little things, but yeah, the Musaka Muskaka yeah. comment was a was a real notable scene. I mean, I never, I, I'm pretty, you know, right down the middle of the road. I'm Irish, German, Italian, you know, so white yeah. boy from New Jersey, <laughs> I, from North Jersey. I never, you know, I've never had any kind of. But it's a good, it's a good mix. You got great food in you. Oh, yeah. No, I know how to drink, fight, eat, you know, yeah. all that. So, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I, I, I really, I, I think of it towards, uh, you know, where I grew up, there was a very large Korean population. I remember Korean kids being picked on for having like kimchi with them because yeah. it is a, it is it has a distinct smell to it. Yes. Like I remember you know, having playdates and going over and being like, "Oh, this smells a little like weird in here," but it doesn't smell <laughs> weird. Like it smells, you know, that's the smell of you know home for them. You know, that's the exactly home, it's home cooking. That's what you know. Like you now, now look at how popular like Korean barbecue is. But oh I just gosh, yeah. so it was something that you know this film is really great because it makes you sympathize with her character yeah. and relate and even the character. I mean, that's the one thing that really it's interesting. There really is no like antagonist in this movie. It's just you know true. The, like the dad puts yeah. up the big you know of the you know that you know he's not Greek and yeah. like you didn't come to ask me to date my daughter. Not even like daughter's hand in marriage, which. Some people still do, but I'm I'm sure that's a less and less time honored tradition. Yeah. But just even to date her when she's thirty years old, and you know, I understand she's living at home, but exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He put he put up a, a tiny bit of a tiff, but but not too much. Yeah. Um. So the uh, kind of like the relation that I have with the um, Musaka Muskaka kind of thing mm-hmm. is actually. My mother, and and I'll totally embarrass myself here, I think I was <laughs> definitely in college at this, like I was totally going to Ramapo at this time, okay. when my mother goes to me, hey Chelsea, can you run to the food store, and um, yeah, I need you to pick up some gava deal. 
I know what that looks like. Yeah. And I, I know what it tastes like. And I've had a bajillion different dishes of gava deal. But I had no idea it was not called gava deal my whole <laughs> life. And I go in the food store and I'm like, damn, there's, there's no gava deal in this whole store. This is crazy. I drive to the next food store. Walk around. They're out of gava deal in the whole town. What's like, what's going on? I can't. So I call my mom. I'm like, hey, ma, where's the, there, I can't find gava deal anywhere. Is there a special store you go to? And she goes, Charles, I need you to walk over to the frozen section and look for something called cavatelli. So they have that. And I'm like, yeah, they have that. Why? Well, just pick that up then. And I still had no, and I go home and she's like, okay, this is gava deal. And she like holds it up to me. And I'm like, then why do we call it gava deal if it's not? Even <laughs> doesn't even begin with the G. It's called Cavatelli. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I had no idea my whole, but there's a few other words that I had found out over the years, but I'm like, yeah. Gabagool, even people Gabag- say Ganol. Yeah, Ganol. Yeah. There's, um, it, so actually during the holidays, there's like this, you can call it like an Italian, like, like a fruit Italian cake. It's a panettone. Mm-hmm. We call it Panduzzi. No idea why. I feel like it's completely made up. Is that the one that kind of looks like a bun cake, but not a hole in the middle? Yes, yeah. exactly. Totally no hole in the middle. <laughs> and it's it's awesome, but we call it a panduzzi. I have no idea why. But it's totally not a panduzzi. And it, again, over the years, I'm like, people must be like, what the hell is this girl talking about? Like, yeah. she, does, she has no idea what this food is. I would definitely have to, I mean, this is not an educate, this is a complete guess or whatever, but I would have to think that I think like Italian-Americans... From you know, immigrating here is like the big, the most then like of like creating a new culture of the like of its yeah. own, like an Italian American compared to an Italian. Yeah, is like not the same. It's, it you, well, and you know what? You could actually probably test for it if if you've been in Italy, Italian American food like it's similar with your like European culture as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like let me wait on your hand and foot and let me you know be so excited and uh but the food itself like in italy compared to what we consider to be italian here is is definitely very different yeah and it all even depends on the region like i know our italian and ancestry is from northern italy which even has like which is closer to like Austria, which Austrian like food is even closer to the German. So it's even more meat and like potato kind of culture up there versus yeah. down south where you get more than even south south you get seafood and you know, exactly that whole and even um, I I think it was I ordered like eggplant like my family we went in we're like oh just a few you know appetizers for all of us to share sure. in Italy and we ordered an eggplant and it came and there was like close to like no marinara like sauce on on it at all and we're like what is this like here (laughs) it would be like totally right you'd have to like shovel out the eggplant you know what i mean with like a ladle um but it's it's funny to go over there and see like just kind of how different we make food that we consider italian or just how our pizza here now oh yeah yeah which i think we make better pizza totally I mean, it's the, what is that? That's the, Napoli is like the big, you know, right? The, the That's like the main kind of pizza over there, I feel like. Yeah. The, like, um, they have, and I actually, when I was there, I learned where the name Margarita came oh. from. It, I guess there was like a queen, Margarita, 
who is the one who kind of like deemed that she wanted like the colors of the Italian flag okay. on it, which is why it's like the little like the chunks of yeah. fresh mozzarella and the, and the fresh basil Mozzarella, and then what's it's funny that's like the only word that like I don't say really? weird. Wow, yeah, I feel like that's the first one that's that like even non-Italians like it's like throw in there. It's like oh mozzarella. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I I would feel weird saying it like that. I never grew. <laughs> I just say mozzarella. Um, but yeah, so it's like she just wanted the colors of the Italian flag. She felt very prideful in that, I guess. But yeah, the name Margarita Pizza actually is from a, a woman, Queen Margarita yeah. or Marguerite, whatever it might be. Um, so you know, she is woman here. Her roar definitely <laughs> is perfect for this this film. Yes. Um, yeah, let's, I'm just looking at my notes. I love I love that line of the head, you know, the man is the head, the woman is the neck. Um, I mean, just that the, level of, like, family, you know, just involved, you know, just yes. like them discussing. She's standing right there about to pour them coffee, and they're talking <laughs> as Ex- if she's not. Exactly. It's, it's everyone, everyone's in everyone's business. Everyone knows what everyone's doing. Everyone, like, (laughs) if I tell, like, you know, my mother, my grandmother something, or like an aunt or uncle or cousin, Mm -hmm. it's like, you tell them, you better know that like the whole family will know, you know what I mean? Like, that's how like, like, and, but you know what? We are such, and I'm so, you know, love my family. I'm so grateful that we are such a, a close family. Mm Um, I actually, to, you had to write a college essay to get in college, you know, Uh, mine was write about, uh, you know, what brings your, your, your culture, what brings your family together. And honestly, no joke. It's framed in my grandmother's house who lives next door to my mom. (laughs) This is, this is how crazy my family is. Uh, It's framed and the article is titled a nice pot of gravy. And I wrote about my Sunday. That's what got me in Aramipo. Like, you know, you're <laughs> making me remember what mine was. And I wrote about Christmas Eve dinner at my grandma's. You did? Yeah, at my Italian grandmother's. Wait, I want to hear about it. So is what what kind of traditions? Um, so, I mean, when I was little, we did, like, the seven fishes. But my, the older she gets that, you know, we kind of just do, like, a little bit of, you know, the antipasta and some fishes yeah. in the beginning, but then she, her big thing is spinach raviolis. Oh. That's, that's, like, the big entree of the yeah. evening, and then she'll go back and forth with either, I mean, some years there's also meatballs, sometimes there's chicken parm, sometimes eggplant parm, yeah. but it's only usually, it's just my dad, my dad's German-Italian, so his mom's Italian, my grandfather passed away before I was, before I, my parents got married, so then it was just my dad, my aunt who never married or had kids. So it's just like from what was like, cause then my grandmother has two siblings and that side, then they had, you know, three kids that then had four kids and like wow, that, that is huge. But I mean, our Christmas Eve is usually pretty small. It was usually my grandmother, my aunt, if she was dating somebody and then my dad, my mom, my sister and I, and now like my brother-in-law and my, this will be my niece's first Christmas. But, um, so it wasn't a lot, a lot of food, but yeah. it was that that was the those were the main dishes, and then her cream puffs and her cheesecake are like that's like the end all be all dessert. Homemade. Homemade, of course. Okay, good. Yeah, everything's homemade. She makes every the raviolis. 
everything is the dough is oh from scratch. Gosh. She tried to teach my mom, but my mom's hands are too small to do the hand crimping no. <laughs> that like they do like to create the pocket of yeah. Her. And I tried to help one year, and I felt like I was like such a. She was like, "That's too much spinach." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 yeah. do it over. <laughs> like nothing was. I mean, she's absolutely lovely and I love my grandmother but like nothing like she's like no like I've got it like she you know but then she'll be like oh you know like I made you know x amount you know hundreds of raviolis it's like well I'll help it's like no 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 no. (laughs) your hands they're not built for this (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I wrote about I forget you know I mean they I guess they gave us options of I think it was like the it was the age when like the common app was like coming like and it was it like because yeah. I feel like well that that was what it was called right the common app like like or like it was it was like one website where like you did like this main application and then you submitted it to like eight colleges oh I didn't even do that I just know Ramapo I guess I don't know they I think they just gave like options of because I didn't what even I just about. how I got into Ramapo I just went there just for just an interview <laughs> and because I I remember them saying that you have to to do an immediate decision you had to have a certain gpa class rank and sat scores i didn't have the sat scores i didn't have the class rank i had a good gpa it was like a you know 3.4 or something like that 3.5 but in my high school was so competitive that everyone had like a 4.0 yeah so my class rank was not good but so i just said to him i just want to and that was the only way you could do an interview and i tend to interview pretty well uh, and so I said, can I just come and do an interview? Not like I'll need an immediate decision. So I just went there with like a couple of films I made in high school, uh, my essay and I guess my, you know, that whatever other papers they needed and had an interview. And at the end of it, he's like, I can't make it official, but you're in. I'm like, oh, so I never even That's paid awesome. like, a, like the fee you had to, to you, apply. You, oh, like, yeah, exactly. They're, and they're, I did that before even applying to other schools. And I was like, all right, well, I got in here. I don't have to apply to others. So I didn't apply. A, I yeah. checked out like Done. six other schools, but I never applied to anywhere else. Yeah. So that well, was that. It, listen, and especially at that age, it's like you're in one and you're like, yes. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Done. It's good. I'm all set. <laughs> uh, anything else you'd want to talk about uh, with when it comes to my big fat Greek wedding? Um... I I don't know what in the world my wedding's going to look like one day. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll that's that's that also goes. we're kind of like not talking. I mean, the, well, that's the it's it's the build up to the but the wedding isn't like the big part of it. I mean, yeah. it's the I mean, it's definitely about their relationship and then once they're engaged even that part goes pretty fast. Exactly. Like we see the the little bit of meddling we see is with the dresses and with the invitations. Yeah. But that whole the wedding and aspect she, of it is very She makes him um she makes him get like confirmed or like go into like a yeah, she gets orthodox. Baptized. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's got to get baptized. Um, With the oil, of course. <laughs> my uh, my my sister actually uh, made her. They've since gone separate ways, but made her her uh, ex husband get confirmed in a Catholic church um, for yeah, that for that reason because yeah. and and it's and it's special to like my grandmother and it's like I've always said I I want to get married in a Catholic church. I, I don't I don't think I would consider myself to be very religious of a person yeah. you know today but i know it's it's very important um yeah to culture culture and heritage so i that that was an interesting scene that kind of like took away from like the food stuff and the craziness but was like yeah that 
that also happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I'm I guess I'm uh, Roman Catholic, but probably probably not a church someday. Don't there yeah. will be, but the the but wedding I, I I love weddings and I love the food atmosphere so that will definitely be I know can't and wait for planning that <laughs> exactly it's so funny now because like with these like with with social media like on like Facebook like I'll be tagged in like somebody will tag me in like a video for it and be like oh my gosh it's totally your wedding one day and it's like um my aunt June just tagged me and like I want to say a few days ago like instead of having a flower bouquets like the bridesmaids had like donut bouquets or like you know like a a, a kooky version <laughs> of like instead of a wedding cake it's like it's a cake that's got like you know pizza slices on it or like something like crazy sure. like that so i uh you know when that day comes you could definitely expect me to want to put a, a little twist on it food <laughs> style well, so the film was my uh, big fat Greek wedding, and uh, if you, they even well, there was there's something to be said. There was a sequel. Did you ever see the sequel? I actually didn't. Um, I, I do recall seeing some some previews for it. Did you? Yeah, I saw it once, and it was okay. It was more or less the same. There was even a TV show for one season, and yeah. everyone was part of it except for the actor that played Ian. Okay. But it was just called my big fat Greek life i think and there was one season didn't do too well Hmm. which is kind of surprising because it was such a hit of a movie exactly but uh but yeah nonetheless if you haven't seen my big fat greek wedding check it out uh it's i don't know it just it it's a stands up i mean so it's It's 16 17 years old soon yeah i was gonna say it's a class i just feel like it's a classic yeah like in my mind it's just a classic it just really just set the bar like and like i said in the beginning it it was a lens into these cultures that for me that actually is my life but for you know a lot of my friends that's not really their life so it's like (laughs) it it, it was so true yeah just makes you yeah like you said it's a lens and just eye-opening and i think just kind of maybe prepares people for that are from a smaller family that you never know who you're going to end up dating or oh, yeah. possibly marrying. And so it just makes you ready for that and hopefully accepting. So, and hopefully you like lamb. Yes. Come <laughs> on, who doesn't like lamb? I would, I would have been so excited if I pull up, I'm dating someone or are they engaged at that point? I think they are. Yeah. They're definitely, yeah, they're engaged. And all of a sudden my in- future in-laws are cooking lamb on their yeah. front yard. Oh yeah. Oh, I'd be pumped. <laughs> Lamb is lamb is my favorite meat, Ooh, by far. Wow. Yeah. A so that so bold, bold statement. It is bold statement. I and you know what? I know a lot of people are like, I don't know, lambers could be you know a little bit dry or what are lamb meatballs, but I have been so it's a blessing and a curse having a mother that's an amazing cook because I've been so spoiled to like in my mind like the lamb burger is gonna be like you know amazing it's gonna be a 10 yeah and then if i go somewhere and i eat it like i'm just set for failure no matter what i do i'm like this is okay it's really not that good so it's like i get why other people don't really enjoy it but i've oh i love lamb i yeah it's i love beef I, yeah, it's it's such a guy like I, I, if you I like, like every lamb. guy i would expect to say beef yeah i mean there's just i feel like oh so many ways to do lamb but there's just like a lot more ways there is. To consume beef. There definitely is. And like you said, I'm a guy, so. Yeah. Beef. I just did, <laughs> I just did 
pounded my chest on a little <laughs> But, uh, well, mo- moving on, let's uh, move on to the famous food scene. I will go ahead and put place. So for this one, I uh, wrote, it's all Christmas scenes, because since there wasn't a Christmas film, I wanted to do at least a Christmas scene. So we'll see which one you choose, and then we can uh, watch it and talk about it. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I'm nervous. Which one is it going to be? Home Alone. Uh, Look at what you did, you little jerk. Oh, you read my writing. Yes. All right. uh, do we, fine. Do we uh, remember this, or do we want to refresh ourselves? Um, it's funny. Like, I said it in, in the tone. I'm recalling. Who who says it's th- it's to the him? uncle. It's the cheap uncle. Yeah. The balding, the older uncle. Yes. And, and it was... Uh, so before, like when all the family's over, yeah. before they're, they're all getting onto the plane, was it the night before? Um, It's a few days before Christmas, because then he's home alone for at least two, at least two nights, I feel like. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three at the most. So it's a few, I feel like it's probably like the 21st or 2nd of December. Yeah. Because that one they're going to France, and the second one they're going to... Yeah, uh, Florida. Yeah, see, eight, eight, nine. Pizza! Listen, pizza! Are, you, are you leaving? Uh... Pizza! Grab yourself a napkin and you're going to have to pour your own drinks. Well, Santa Claus has to go through customs. What time do you have to go to bed? Early. We're leaving the house at 8 a.m. on the button. I hope you're all drinking milk. I want to get rid of it. Hey, don't you? Honey, the pizza boy needs $122.50 plus tip. For pizza? Ten pizzas times twelve bucks. Frank, you've got some money, don't you? Come on. Traveler's checks. Forget it, Frank. We have cash. You probably get the kind of traveler's checks that don't work in France. Did anyone order me a plain cheese? Oh, yeah, we did. But if you want any, somebody's going to have to barf it all up because it's gone. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Get a plate. Passport. Watch out. You all right? What is the matter with you? He started it. He ate my pizza on purpose. He knows I ate sausage and olives and Look what you did, you little jerk. Kevin, get upstairs right now. Why? Kevin, you're such a disease. Shut up. Kevin, upstairs. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight, Kevin. So they're from Chicago, big Irish family. We've moved from Greek to Irish. Yep. Um, have you ever spent a Christmas away from home? Have you ever? Did your family ever do? You obviously no. have this time-honored tradition of the trophy and everything. Yeah. So could you ever imagine not being? It, no. Right. It's, it's yeah. I I couldn't like the most we did is we've like gone away um, after Christmas to New Year's, but we we've never gone away over Christmas. Yeah. No. Are, are you a Christmas traveler? No, never, uh, never been anywhere else for always. All my family was in Jersey, so it always rotates. Yeah. Christmas Eve was always at, uh, yeah, my dad's mom's, and then Christmas Day was uh, always my mom's side of the family, so it would always rota- rotate between 
pretty much our house or an uncle or an aunt's. Yeah. Um, and now that my sister's married, you know, she and her husband will then sometimes do it with his family. And so then it becomes like this year, for instance, we're doing my mom's side of the family on the 23rd. I mean, cause it also falls like on a, you know, right before a weekend. Exactly. So on the 23rd during the day, we're doing it with my mom's side of the family, Christmas Eve, my grandmother still. And then our house, just like a smaller group of us nice. on Christmas day. So Christmas is just nice. Nice. Trifecta. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, never, so never been anywhere for Christmas. I would, I, I went to Copenhagen la- this time last year, like early December last year. Yeah. That was the first time I was in Europe in the wintertime and I love the Christmas markets. Really? So again, while I might never be somewhere like on Christmas day somewhere else, I would love to continue going to different countries and kind of seeing what their festivities are going up to the holidays. Yeah, like, you may have planted a seed for next year. Yeah. That... Co- I found a round-trip flight for, like, $300, one for four nights. Nice. It's an easy, you know, six-and-a-half-hour, like, flight or whatever. And Exactly. They have... I want to go to Germany next, as far as for Christmas markets, because, like, Christmas there, I mean, you know, there's the whole lore of Santa kind of comes from, like, Germany. Yes. So. Uh, or at least many iterations, I think. Uh, so <laughs> in Munich and Cologne and Bonn, just like so many, like these Christmas markets are yeah. like, amazing. And the food is always awesome. You can just like hot drinks and meats on sticks. And <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you, you can't go wrong. Count me in. <laughs> but this, uh, so this scene, it's the, yeah, they're they, what they ordered. I think it's like 10 pizzas and it's the night before they travel oh to God, France. And poor Kevin, I think he's eight years old in this in this film or whatever, is the last to. Because what he argued with his mom and he's going to be no he's no after that he's going to be sent up into the attic. Yes. But uh, yeah, so he's he comes into the room, and all the plain pies are gone. Yeah. And so he starts, of course, Buzz is the is the butthead of you know both films and is you know, chewing on it and then spits it up and makes a total ass and picks on Kevin and Kevin tackles Buzz. Yeah. And then that just kind of creates a whole effect of then stuff spilling and the little cousin getting smushed by the chair. Yes. And then that uncle that in both films kind of yells at Kevin, I guess it's a joke, but. Well, I mean, first and foremost, it's a little aggressive. He's yeah. a little kid. You don't need to call him a little jerk. The poor I would, baby. I mean, the fact that the yeah, the fact that the parents then didn't say like, don't call him a jerk. Like, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like that's my child. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's like that. That scene. It was just so necessary for you to start like empathizing with him. Yeah. To be like, oh man, you, you know, understand like why he wishes his family away exactly, for exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, you you could totally get. It. You don't even blame him at that point. Yeah, and. Uh, because the milk gets oh uh, this is something I I've, I've I've I think I've asked people in the past. Have you ever had this? Felt like something that just I see in movies. Have you ever had a glass of milk with pizza? Like that just sounds. That's like the la- the cheese, no. the milk. That's like the last. No. That just sounds like pardon like the gross in, but like it, phlegm central. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. You know, it totally is. I I would never, I would not in a million years. I'm not really much of a, uh, let me have a glass of milk kind of girl. Yeah, except maybe. With with my cookies, of course. Or, you know, or something that is like, you know, 
chocolatey or you like something that complements it, I feel like cheese, like a like a pizza, does not complement. It just it just adds to the like the yeah. like bloat and the yeah. like yeah fun. I, Milk with my cereal and milk with then sometimes desserts, but now yes. it's mostly coffee or espresso and sambuca, which is yeah. where my coming <laughs> in. Uh, well, let me uh, you know let me let me get this from you as a, as as an Italian American. Does your, any family member put the sambuca in the espresso, or do you have it separately? Um, have you ever seen anyone do that? My it's funny because my father's not Italian, but oh, he. Okay. He will. I, I, I like. So he's a my, non-Italian doesn't move. A non-Italian doesn't okay. move. Yeah. So what's he? Um, we just did the oh, like ancestry dot com yeah. and and all that stuff. He's a total nut. He's like, but the, the thing is, and it's funny. Him and I had like a bet going back and forth because if you Google my last name, if you Google Vingo, yeah, kind of trace back through the heritage. There's a lot of like British, you know, English, oh. UK things, and I'm like that. We're totally British. Like, that's yeah. totally what it is. But it's funny when it came back, it coupled. Because he kept saying, I want to say, it was like, he's like, no, we're Irish and German. But the way that it paired the region, it was like English, Irish, German. And like said, like a percentage. So like, we never found out <laughs> if we were more English or more Irish or more German. Um, but he's he's a total uh, kind of mud around there. Like English, Irish, German. I want to say it was like Dutch, Polish. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, so this this scene wasn't exactly doesn't. I mean, the film doesn't start out with complete family holiday cheer, but at the end, everyone comes home and is exactly. happy that Kevin's safe and yes. he's happy to have his family back. So that's uh, you know we're I guess we we had a family movie, a family scene. Yeah. So this is the time for you know seeing family and. Of course. Now with with your with your extended family, do you guys is it pretty much like a holidays uh you know weddings funerals like that kind of stuff or do you see them often um growing up it, it was very often yeah and then obviously as you know yeah, we yeah. we get a little bit older it's a little bit hard to get everyone together um but we do like we we try to always have like now like real family reunions where it's like my mother's cousins who are all out in long island and yeah. it, like you know it, get everyone together i want to say like every year every other year um but the ones that are kind of local to like kind of the bergen county like rockham county area will we'll get together a fair amount um beyond just your normal holidays and yeah birthdays things like that that's awesome well we are nearing the end of the podcast and of course that means the famous or infamous segment gut instincts kind of told you about it before we started recording so it's a bit of a speed round that doesn't mean i'm timing it clocking it but just whatever comes to you you know when you when i first ask these questions so to start off favorite fast food Mm, wendy's wendy's i did a toll a little while ago and wendy's was wendy's was winning out of uh, wendy's is is awesome but you have to do the french fries and the frosty oh yeah it's like yeah Write a passage. Go to, uh, like, alcoholic drink, beer, cocktail. Red wine. Red wine? Yeah. What's your... I'm, beer, what's your... I, so I'm a wine or whiskey kind of girl. Ooh. So on your normal night, I'll grab red wine. If I'm going out, I'm going to dabble a little bit, then I'll then I'll grab the whiskey. Um, favorite kind of red wine? You know what I'm actually loving? It's so funny. This bottle <laughs> <laughs> out because, you know, my uh, kind of normal glass of red wine on a weeknight. Yeah. Uh, 
It's J. Lore. I want to say it's like a it's Cabernet. I drink a lot of Cabernet. It it's good. And you know what? It yeah. like it's funny. Like you you never thought I'd be the type to be a total wino, but. Uh-huh. You just kind of like having one glass before bed. Yeah. Like, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. I drink a lot less beer these days. Although, I mean, I am into my craft beers. But, uh, yeah, a lot less. I mean, just a lot less alcohol in, in general yes. compared to obviously college. And that yeah. Kind of stuff. But it's, like, better. It's, like, and it's quality it's, over quantity. Of course. Uh, but 100%. Then more wine and bourbon in recent uh yeah. I, I like I like my bourbon and wine the same way that you said, just like, you know, one, it's not every night, but, you know, wine with a meal, you know. Exactly. If I'm going out with friends, I'd rather have one nice bourbon than like yeah. four beers or something. I, I, I'm totally with you. <laughs> uh, favorite childhood snack? Ooh, uh, childhood snack. Could be homemade, could be one of those, like, you know, crazy, I mean, we grew, again, grew up in the 90s, those were some crazy, you had your Gushers and your Dunkaroos and, I your, know. and all those, but. And so what's coming to mind was Dunkaroos. Oh, yeah. Um, those, those are good, but you know what the issue was? There was never enough frosting. I totally agree. I want to put, the quantity of frosting that was in there was almost <laughs> like, I wanted to put on one. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, you you would almost, like, like, to, like have, like, most, yeah. like, the, like, the, your first like 10 and like the last yeah. one save for like a monster amount of the most frosting you've ever seen in your life like you'd do like a little bit a little bit a little bit but like you couldn't wait for the last one to load it up yeah yeah all right but the vanilla or chocolate vanilla everyone says vanilla. i'm a chocolate person i i love chocolate i'm totally chocolate person but i'm not crazy for chocolate frosting oh i have no idea why so but. are you like a a cake? Are we? Is it a vanilla cake with vanilla frosting, or would you prefer a chocolate cake with vanilla frosting? I would prefer a chocolate cake with vanilla frosting. Yeah. Interesting. Sweet. I'm like very. <laughs> you're like I'm, I'm opposite. Here, I'm, yeah. I'm like your therapist now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, what this like says about you. And very interesting. <laughs> uh, well, I have chocolate on chocolate on chocolate day, all day. Uh, sweet or savory? Sweet. Yeah, sweet. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, favorite food city? Do- Ooh. Domestic or uh, international? Yeah. So, you, you know what? I do have to say the classic, Chicago. Wow. Um, Chicago, I went there for the first time, like, I think it was like two years ago for work. Yeah. I was by myself, and I'm like, you know what? I don't care if I'm a total loser sitting at Giordano's pizza place with my own deep dish pizza. <laughs> and people are probably like, what is this like little girl doing? She's going to eat that pizza. Yeah. And I totally devoured that pizza um, in public. But I had gone back with Which my mother and my sister. Um, Gi- Giordano's. Gi- I went to Pequod's. Pequod's is like hip neighborhood I yeah like there, and there's um like luminati's yeah. like there's a handful of them but i had gone back with my mother and my sister and they like tagged along with all my adventures i was like i want to go here and here and here <laughs> i feel like and i've been there i want to say two or three times and i haven't even gone to all the places i want to go to yeah like there's just so many great places so many great cuisines yeah, it's like, a great food city i mean you know the, and they and they have their own food identity with the deep dish and they're really known for like great steak restaurants a yes. huge polish community so you could get some really great polish food there yeah but then they have uh yeah we just i i went i actually went 
twice briefly, and that was because, long story short, I was on the uh, Steve Harvey talk show on a blind date segment. No way. Yeah, I was contacted on Tinder many years ago and <laughs> by a producer. That's so And I was flown out there twice to go on dates. We can talk about that some other time. But, uh... That's why I thought you liked Chicago. Yeah, I liked Chicago, and then my friends and I went back, not this summer, the summer before, for, like, a friend's, we were all turning 30, so my one friend was like, oh, I want to go to Chicago and over to Chicago. I'm like, all right. And it was nice going there in the summertime because the uh, other one was during the winter. And I went like right two weeks before Christmas for the first time for like the date. And then when they flew me back out to be like on the show, like talking about it, that was a week after New Year's and just the change in like the cold. Like I could barely, I did like I left, I took a taxi to like a steak restaurant and then like I couldn't explore Chicago really. Yeah. But it's a great city. It is. Uh, favorite cuisine? Do we have to go Italian? Italian. Okay. Definitely Italian. <laughs> Guilty pleasure food. Guilty pleasure food. Um, honestly, anything with peanut butter. I feel like I have dipped so many <laughs> like strange items in peanut butter, and where I'm just like, like if I can't like side like. What I want, I'm like, oh well, you know, I have pretzels. Let me just dip, like, dip pretzels in yeah. uh, in peanut butter, or I have like, uh, like you know, your your classic, just like rice cakes or or something, and peanut butter on literally anything. Favorite condiment can't be peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce. Yes. You have your favorite that. brand. Uh, I actually like Cholula. Oh yeah, Cholula, Cholula really has good. has hot has really good hot sauce. Um, but there's this it's a bit more viscousness to it, you know, than like yeah, you know, you know Tabasco or something like exactly. That. It's yeah. almost too. Um, but there's this farm in Wyckoff, New Jersey, Abma's Farm, Ooh. that makes this like it's like your classic like I don't know like squeeze like yeah. bottle, and it's like a Chipotle kind of like seasoning, like mm-hmm. like quasi like hot sauce Chipotle sauce. And that is like out of this world. <laughs> Nobody like I don't even think I have a I don't even know what the name is. I just recognize the bottle. Like I I don't know if the farm makes it or not, but it's like that that actually is my yeah. favorite. Nice. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. What was the name of the farm? Abma's farm in Wyckoff, New Jersey. What's the last thing you ate? The last thing I ate was actually one of those it, it was it was my little afternoon snack. Sure. <laughs> um <laughs> I've heard of RX bars. RX bars. I don't know if I have. So they're one of those bars that, like, on the front, it's like, this contains three dates, five almonds, six peanuts, or yeah. whatever. And it's like, like, they're marketing ploys that, like, they only have, like, five ingredients. Yeah. And it's, you know, like, it's so all natural for you. But they're actually pretty good. I'm not a fruit, like, protein bar person. They have, like, all these berry flavors. Like, I don't really, sure. I don't really mess with that. But um, they have this one that's like coconut chocolate or something. That's what I had this afternoon. They I definitely recommend them. They're pretty good. Nice. Afternoon RX protein bars. bars. Yeah. Um, what would be your last meal? Oh, my God. This is the hardest question in the world. <laughs> you can make it maybe it would help if it was like a three-course or, yeah. or if you break it up into courses. It could be more than three courses. But um, My last meal. So... I don't think I could be, like, so specific as to, like, 
where something is from, but my last kind of the the meal would can would definitely be somewhat of like an Italian twist. It would probably be like a I'm obsessed with vodka sauce on like pizza pie, so like a vodka Ooh, pie or like a, yeah. a vodka chicken parm kind of thing. It would be like a total cheesy vodka pie pizza <laughs> or something, and then finish it off with chocolate chip cookies. I'm such an American. Like like I feel That's like that, I feel like it's like an average like like our American culture like order a pizza, have some cookies, like it's just like <laughs> sit on your couch and just order in. And veg out. Yeah, veg out. Like There's nothing wrong with that. I I would just go all in on, on a pizza pie and some cookies and say kaputs. <laughs> uh do you prefer to cook for yourself or to dine out? Do you Um I while I do love cooking, yeah. I prefer to try new things. Sure. So I I love to dine out and try new places yeah. and try something new on the menu. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I like going out, trying something new, and then trying to cook it at home. Yes. it's it, You would totally get along with my mother. She's, <laughs> she's the type where I'm like, Mom, isn't this good? And she'll like take it by. She'll be like, mm, it's got a little bit of this. It's yeah. got a little bit of that. It's got a little bit of that. I'll make it at home. And I'm like, <laughs> how did you know that? Um, favorite movie snack? You go to the theaters. What are you? The chocolate covered cookie dough, Ooh, little cookie dough bites. Yeah, definitely. Nice. I like snow caps and raisinets. Oh, snow caps, classic. Yeah. What would be your spirit food? What food embodies Chelsea the best? My spirit food. Yeah. Um, this is a tough one. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like I'm trying to think of like something that's just very it is something that's very versatile. Because I feel like I like so many things, like I like I have friends that are all walks of life. I yeah. do like I do like I'm you know, always doing so many different things. Um so or something that's like versatile. Like maybe a pasta. I was just thinking, like a carved, like it could be a pasta. Yeah. Because you could throw whatever kind of kind of sauce or or gravy you want on top of it, and it's a million different ways. Okay, so we're just even gonna go with just saying pasta because yeah, because you can adapt. Exactly. You can make it so. You could do like a a real like like Alfredo, or like, or you can even make like a homemade mac and cheese and bake it and just be like real comfort food. Or you can make it kind of light and dainty, like. (laughs) You know, Giada style. That's like you know, light uh, lunches or something. Whatever yeah. she does, yeah, pasta. That's my spirit food. <laughs> and last question: What's the greatest lesson you've learned in food? The greatest lesson I've learned in food is that you oh you always want more than not enough. <laughs> oh, always overestimate than underestimate. Okay. And and I say that because I love to host. Like I love having. Oh, okay. I so love having. It, so sure, I'm yeah. thinking kind of like cooking. Um, I love it. people where I love eat like all that stuff. And every one of my friends, they know that like when they come to you know over by me or even if like my family's a beach house, if I invite them over to my family's beach house, there's never a shortage of food. Yeah. So it's like the lesson is there will always be an, an excessive unnecessary amount of food. 
I mean, what's but the it's worst always scenario? Gonna... You get to you get to keep something. You get to give something. You know, exactly. People go home with some stuff. And you know what? It brings you together, and it brings you together for longer because you sit there and you keep eating and eating, yeah. grazing on the food. Yeah. Oh, grazing. That's just I. I mean, I love a good cocktail hour. That's what I love about yes. weddings like the most, and I love. Just that's that to me is more the important part than like the sit down dinner. Agreed. Or... <laughs> Completely agreed. But I like it. Always make sure that there's enough. I think that's a good, just even general lesson. But yeah, uh, Chelsea, thank you so much for coming on. You you pass. No, no pass fail. But uh, please tell uh, foodie fans where they can tell them about your Instagram and any other social media yeah. or anything like that. Absolutely. So I, I do have a, a Facebook and an Instagram um, at cookies underscore the letter N underscore Cheech. So cookies and Cheech. Um, you know, definitely drop me a follow. I, I mentioned my, I do have to give props to my mom. Um, I mentioned my mom inside Nana's kitchen. She also has a Facebook and, and they, uh, and an Instagram as well. Um, you'll always see me kind of like repost or mm-hmm. post like when I go home cooking with her. Uh, yeah, give me a follow, you know, throw on comments or what I, I try to be again, as transparent and as personal yeah. as, or as I can be. So if you guys are like sending me a message, like I'm going to this place, where do you recommend? Like I go out to eat or, you know, throw something in the comments. Um, I'm most likely 99.9% going to reply back and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a human being. So I'm totally going to reply. Yeah, I mean, while social media, especially these days, can be frustrating, and there's just, I mean, it's a lot of, you know, I feel like trolling and just all like that yeah. kind of stuff. That's this is this is what it's. I think the best usage for it is just, you know, just telling people and just you know communicating with people in the sense of just enjoying something, you know, something else to enjoy and explore in life. So exactly, awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, we finish off every episode. There's a there's a cl- bit of a closing line, and uh, I haven't explained it to someone in a while, but I feel like you'll appreciate it. My grandmother, the one I've sp- spoken of, always says, "There's more to cut." That's just always the line at the table. Like if a plate's starting to get empty, she's like, "Oh, there's more to cut." Oh, I so, like that. Yeah. So I just felt like that. <laughs> I, I we had a sign off line for P.S. I love Hoffman. That was "Stay Uncool." That came from the movie Almost Famous. So I just like yeah. that there was a very you know there's a sign off line, something a nice capper. So when I was trying to come up with this one, it was like one of the first thoughts yeah. I had because I feel like again it's a line that just transcends even past food. But if you could just uh, grace us with reminding the foodie fans that there's more to cut. Absolutely. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on. You're very welcome. I'm so excited to uh, to be a part of Foodie Films. But for everybody at home, there's more to cut. Awesome. Thank you. And have a merry, merry Christmas. Yes, merry Christmas to all. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I got love in my tummy, and I feel like I'm loving you. Love you such a sweet thing. Good.